The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. And then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Hot Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Tyler Jenkins, Joe with our host. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? It's it's not great. It's uh, if you guys listen to the podcast, you know I'm, I'm, I'm a big Canes guy, and they're they're letting me down. Down down three zero now after tonight's game. So a uh, bit of a downer tonight. Uh, they just got goalie. They can't score. But we'll get more into that later. But yeah, not not a great night. Not good betting wise, but um, you know what, boys? I love fucking weddings. You know that it's a great uh, celebration. And it's a real celebration of life, not like that shit they're calling funerals these days. Uh, we can get into that another time, but uh, a wedding is a true, is a true celebration. Uh, you know, the, the girls looking fine, dressed to the nines, the uh, boys as well. Everyone, everyone's looking great. You get great food, buffets, dancing. I, I don't dance, but uh, it, it's still fun watching them dance. Um, so yeah, I was at the wedding on Saturday night. Got absolutely crushed. Uh, yeah, you know, I got I got drunk along the way. Watched watching the soccer in the morning, and then already showed up at the wedding pretty drunk, and then just carried on from there. I mean, uh, drinking wine all 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 the time at dinner. My uh, sister in law said I looked like a fucking vampire. My my teeth were so red from the uh, from the cab sav I was drinking. And uh, yeah, the, the wedding is 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 a beautiful thing, and I, I absolutely love it. It's an uh, it's basically an excuse for an alcoholic to get fucking hammered without anyone judging him. So that's good too um yeah fucking uh killed it absolutely loved it smoking uh smoking packs my brother it was uh, a beautiful time and uh yeah that was the only highlight of my weekend because all the other bets went to shit um i will let talon wax on about his uh yet again about his golf winnings before i uh i'll i'll give out my my shitty beats again yeah, well, you know, I, I got to say, you guys might have to wait a second. I just got to quickly run to the bathroom here and grab a, a little Jergens, you know, if I'm going to just be stroking myself off, talking about my winnings here over the weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, but I'm back. It's a pretty fucking good weekend, boys. Things started off well, cruising along with the uh, with the Preakness. My boy National Treasure coming through. Won a couple fucking dollars on that one. That was absolute beauty. Toss that one in the Discord so you can't trip me on that one this time, Ryan. Thanks. Anyways, uh, and then, of course, Brooks Kepka coming through, man. Like I said, dude, unbelievable for him to play or to be plus. I said in the Discord, unbelievable for him to be plus 2,200 to start the tournament. The way this guy's been golfing the past six weeks has been absolutely unreal. He should like if if you had told me if if you're giving Rom and Scheffler plus eight hundred those guys haven't won in the past three weeks Brooks he's been tearing up live had an absolutely unbelievable showing out there at the Masters a couple weeks don't ago. give me that shit don't give me that shit you were on Rom what the fuck are you talking about I had them both yeah I had Rom Scheffler and Kepka but oh you gonna... can't say that he was too short then or too long or whatever you're saying yeah I can. you, you bet Rom too <laughs> he should have been I, yeah. what do you mean? 
He should have. What, what, what should he have been? He played three bets and one of them won. I played like five bets. Are you well, kidding? Yeah, me? I had more than that. Well, I bet you do. I bet about five guys and eat whatever it takes them to win me 400, 500 bucks, and that's what I did. But I was still up about four. Sounded like you were saying that Rom was was too short. Like oh, plus eight hundred, whatever. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna get him at twenty-two hundred for for Kepka. He's the number one uh, rate player in the that. world. You could say that about Scheffler if you didn't bet him, but uh... he's the number two rate player in the world. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. What I was trying to allude to here is that these books are just shitting all over these live players, man. You saw it directly. Like, Brooks is plus 2200 to win this tournament. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you have to hammer that, man. It cost me 17 bucks to win $400 on that bet. That's the beautiful thing about golf is that the odds are so fucking big that you can bet four or five guys and still make a couple hundred bucks profit, you know? So I, I had a fucking great time with Brooksy winning that. A couple guys in contention. I had Hovland as well. I had Rom. Uh, he was fucking abysmal. Was he six over after the first day? Tough goal, but I had Scotty too. So I was feeling good coming down to the end there. That's that, that's awesome, man. But that's the thing about golf, dude. If you're going to give big odds like that, you got to be willing to spend a little bit of money to make a bit of money. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, yeah, I talked to the oh. boys a little bit about a. No, what yeah, do you what Scotty do you, too, huh? I did. What don't oh, you like about God. that, Joel? Okay, I bet. Oh, how many guys did you have? I bet $150 on the guys that I had, and I came home with $400 off that tournament. So that's what, like $250 profit? Is that okay with yeah, you? Yeah, that's no? fine. I, I just didn't I, did, I didn't understand what you're saying about the, uh, you know, Kepka was too long while these guys were plus 800. Like, it doesn't make sense uh, the, the way you, you said that. But it's, uh, yeah, it, if you're profiting, it's all good. I, I just uh, didn't understand your, your point there. But in terms of, yeah, the, the lift guys were definitely underpriced. I will give you that uh, because we don't have any information on them, right? We, they don't have the, the data um, that we do for the PGA guys. So, uh, And then there's also the narrative that these live guys can't play four rounds anymore suddenly, even though it's only been like, what, not even a full year since they defected. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I do agree with you in terms of lift guys being underpriced. Uh, so I, I, I like that. I just I just don't wanna understand why. Anyway, keep going, keep going, keep keep fucking jerking uh, that drink. That was his point that, that he was underpriced. Well, I would just like to say to anybody that like if you're, but trying, you're saying the other guys were overpriced. That's that's my point. I think they were. I, I agree that. Okay, they then were. why'd you bet them? Because they still have any chance to win because they're the two best golfers in the world. Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, world number one. Scotty Scheffler, world number two. You guys, well, you watch these guys play almost every week. They're in like top five. I'm gonna bet them that's all. True. You got to eat the chalk sometimes. Now, what I would like to say, though, is that if you are trying to find live data or like where to fucking figure out about these guys, you know, you can watch it. You can find these streams fucking everywhere. Not Maybe not everywhere, but just pull out a computer. You can find an illegal stream for fucking live. Uh, I use uh, free stream lives. You can find that shit for every fucking tournament, man. So it's out there if you want to see the zone too. the zone, the, the, the streaming service in Canada. They have it, too. Oh, I don't know yeah. if it's in the States, but uh, I think it yeah. is. I mean, in the States, apparently it's on cable, but they, they change like the local news if the, the tournament goes too long. So uh, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's out there, though, man. Like if you really want to do your homework and shit, you can watch live golf. You know, I know a lot of people don't want to watch it, but if you're going into a major tournament, you want to see how these players are playing. It's out there for you. Even Cam Smith shot six under on the last day as well, too. I didn't bet him, but, you know, these lip guys are doing well. So, anyways, enough golf talk here, boys. It was a pretty No, no, not enough. Not enough. I got to give over my Not never enough golf. Okay. What do you got? The reason why I'm tilted, I had Hovland at 36 to 1. Didn't hedge at all because I also had Scheffler at, like, almost 14 to 1 as top American, even though that was way better odds than him to win the thing. So, fucking Kepka screwed me on both fronts. And I also had a... 
well, it didn't really matter. I mean, DJ and Cam Smith weren't in the in the mix for top lift, but uh, anyway, Kepka won that comfortably. Um, but yeah, Hovland once again fails me with that that uh, bad shot into the bunker and then fucked it up just like Corey Connors did in round uh, three. Just uh, just a, a greasy bunker shot, just plugged it right in there and uh, he double bogeyed that one and ended the chances for Hovland. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, that that's the way this year has been going for me in golf. Just can't catch a break again. Yeah, Hovland, like I was saying before uh, we started recording, he's kind of like uh, Zalatoris last year. He's always in the mix, waiting for his, his first win there. Hovland, obviously, I think he's got one win, maybe two, but um, not a major win. And he's always in the mix for, the, for these things. He's playing awesome golf. Like, he's, he's, his ball striking is unreal, especially this weekend. Uh, but uh, just some some shitty thing happens. At least he didn't collapse like he usually does on, on Sunday. So I'll I'll still keep betting him until he wins. Uh, I'm just I'm just stuck on this point. I got to make up all the money I've lost in Hovland. Lately. But then again, though, I had Hovland eight, plus eight fifty as uh, top euro, so I had a good amount in that. So that's safe to, for being a, a disastrous weekend at least. Dude, that guy, it's exactly like you said. Like, T to green, he's absolutely unreal. His putting, it's been struggling the past year and a half. But, like, this season, he's been fucking absolutely dialed in with it. But it just seems exactly like you said, one hole. I think we saw it in 16 or 15 there. He'll just take a double and put himself out of contention coming down the straight. That's, like, the third time we've seen him do that. It sucks, man. Like, the guy is, he's a stud, dude. He's a pride of Norway, yo. It goes Victor Hovland, Burzum, uh who's a norwegian hockey player we can name after it i don't fucking know but anyways like, yeah yeah there you go a fucking zuccarello hell yeah or uh that that no, that's basically any cross-country skier i don't know either way man uh yeah he's a <laughs> fucking stud bro. So don't get me wrong oh, you're right erling holland too uh the best soccer player in the world right now all right there hell yeah okay let's ugly fuck. I'll look him up if uh if you want to see an ugly norwegian dude they're all ugly as fuck. Are you kidding me? No, they're uh, not. What are you talking about? The, 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 the Nords are... They're like the inbred Scandinavia, no? Not really. Those are the Finns. Um, but no, the, the Nords are... Uh, they're all handsome. Like uh, they're, they're just slightly less attractive than the Swedes, the Norwegians. You want to borrow my Jurgens or what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, if it means they win something, sure. Let's get a fucking move in here. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast our website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Uh, we got hockey. Playoffs are absolutely sick, dude. It's been nuts. A couple crazy things going on with the playoffs, man. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, NBA playoffs. Jolie, your Nuggies won. What's up? NBA, what's going on here? Hell yeah, man. Um, absolute domination. Nuggets are down like uh, 12, 13 points at half, something like that. And just uh, fired off a great, great third quarter. Got back in the game. Actually led at the end of the third quarter, and then uh, you know the, the big guy showed up in the fourth and uh, and prevented the Lakers from really uh, coming back. So yeah, hell of a hell of a hell of a run here by the Nugs. Denver, Colorado, new title town coming up. Nuggets are winning it all. Um, as long as the Heat don't uh, get in the way, but uh, we'll we'll get in that in in, uh, in terms of the. Uh, I got a, a few parallels to make in terms of the, the the Heat and the Panthers. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, yeah, Nuggets are an absolute wagon right now and just uh, can't be stopped. Just fucking swept the Lakers. Uh, fuck you, LeBron. Fuck you, Anthony Davis. And, um, yeah, go fucking Jokic, man. He, he's, he's spurned. He should have been the MVP. But here he is just proving that he's the best player in the league. Uh, another triple-double. He actually passed um, Wilt Chamberlain for the most triple-doubles in a single playoff series. Our single playoffs in the in the Lakers' own building. So uh, 
my man Jokic just continues to destroy. Right on. Well, you need some heat to warm up the nuggies, baby. So let's let these nuggets cook. Hell yeah. Uh, Ryan, baseball, MLB. What do we got going on in the baseball world? Give me something. It's got to be something cool. Uh, uh, baseball is definitely happening. There's not, not a lot cool happening going on. This is like the dog days of, of spring here before we get into, into the meat of it. No, not nothing too cool going on. All right, fair enough. Well, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we have Monaco coming up this Sunday for F1. Uh, I don't know what's going on in the world of NASCAR. I'm sure there's tons of stuff. MMA is doing its thing. Uh, USFL, breakers are breaking my fucking heart. I've mushed them. I put a big tweet saying they're going to be sick. They've been 0-2 since I did that, so that stinks. Uh, but anyways, you can find all that information on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Uh, be sure to check out the articles. Lots of love goes into the articles, man. Lots of good work, so be sure to check that out. And uh, listen to the other shows as well. Check out Baseball Money is Fake uh, with Ryan and Blake. That's Ryan's other show. Uh, those guys are absolutely always killing it. You can find all that at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, and of course, up all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's popping off. People say it's not popping off because there's no major market teams. Get the fuck out of here. We just got to get some more drinks into us and get firing off. I got to tell you, I've been drinking mojitos all day long. Just bought some fucking mints. My lovely girlfriend bought a new mint plant, so we've just been crushing mojitos. Uh, it's going to be a long night, baby. Uh, but yeah, Discord's sick. Don't say it's not. It's awesome. Let's go, baby. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in the Discord. Uh, obviously, you can reach out to myself or Ryan to get in there or the HGPN uh, disc or uh, Twitter. I'd say HGPN. It's just HGP Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction. Or you can uh, uh, you can get a quill. You can get a quill and try <laughs> and extract some ink from uh, what is it, ink from one of those octopi. And then if you're able to get a spark <laughs> on a tree. Maybe you can take that ink from the Octopi on your quill and write a letter. And after that, you can, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know how you mail bark, but you can figure that out. And get it to Joel, and Joel will be sure to point you in the right direction, baby. Also, uh, French Open. French Open for all you tennis, tennis? guys out there starting this weekend. So uh, it's one of the, the biggest tournaments of the year. So looking forward to that. Haven't bet anything yet, but I'm sure I will find something before it starts. Tennis is always good for some some off hours betting. You, you can always find that in the hockey channel in the Discord too. It's a hockey channel, but there the sports are are unlimited in there. So make sure you get in there. SG.pn slash Discord. A great support system in there. And make sure you leave us a five star rating and review. Speaking of support, on the Hockey Island podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcasts. Can we get some fucking reviews? Every review we get is shit, and it's just a one-star bitching about swearing and boozing. So fuck that. Somebody give us a good five-star. We need something to pump our tires a little bit over here. And it's good for us. It helps us out, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we're not bagging. We're just saying, nerds, give us a fucking review. Cash. Uh, uh okay uh let's talk about some games here we had a game tonight in the nhl playoffs it is a hockey show enough bullshit about other fucking sports in here let's get diving right into it we had the florida panthers against the carolina hurricanes in game three here the game itself was obviously in uh florida one nothing victory here for the florida panthers holy shit they go up three nothing on this series (laughs) sam reinhardt with the single goal in the second period here to get it done uh sergey bobrowski with a 32 save shutout Ryan, take it away, bud. What do you think about this game? Ah, I mean, hats off to Sergei Bobrovsky. He's been unbelievable in these playoffs. That absolutely continued in this series, especially in this game. But as you guys were, were talking about golf there, I was looking at the the advanced stat numbers for tonight's game. It's just it's just sickening here. The Hurricanes had 12 high-danger scoring chances at 5-on-5 five five play. Uh, the Panthers had 10 shots on goal. So the Hurricanes had more high-danger scoring chances than the Panthers had shots. One nothing game, just get completely goalied. 
this is what happens with Hurricanes. This is what everyone knows. They're a great five-on-five team. They cycle the puck. Maybe their expected goal numbers are like inflated a little bit. And combine that with Bobrovsky playing well, and it's just not going to happen. It doesn't matter if you play the game the right way. It doesn't matter if you win every battle. It doesn't matter if you make the right play. I mean, if you can't score the score a goal, you're not going to win, and that's what happened tonight. And unfortunately, it's just been three games of that for the Hurricanes, and this is their downfall. They have no true scorer. I don't know if Pacioretty or Svechikov would really help them at this point, but hats off to the Panthers and Bobrovsky. They've been incredible. Yeah, the big problem with the Hurricanes all season long in the in these uh the big games is when they when they get all these shots, all these chances, they 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 tend to fire up the other goalie. He gets hot, he's saving all these e- easy chances, and he gets confidence from it, and he goes on fire. So that's working for uh, Bobrovsky, uh, especially given how you know uh, mentally unstable he is. I would say, but uh, if you're giving him all these chances and he's saving them all, he's going to get fired up by that and. Uh, that that's why he's playing so well right now. He's he's at the peak of his game. Um, yeah, the Hurricanes are failing to like get in front of him, and that's in large part due to the Panthers' defense, who are doing an excellent job of bodying the uh, Hurricanes' forwards and letting on letting not letting them get into uh, Bobrovsky's sight and uh, screening him appropriately, which is what you have to do against a hot goalie. And, and the Hurricanes don't really play like that anyway, so it's, it's a bad matchup that way. We're realizing pretty quickly here. Uh, um, I mean, they're trying. Like I saw him a, a lot in the third period, trying to get in front of him, trying to get those uh, sight lines dimmed and blocked, screened. But the the, the Panthers are doing a great job of blocking uh, out those forwards. So that, that's been the story for the series here. Uh, the Hurricanes unable to get their shots going in the net. Um, they're also getting a few unlucky bounces, a couple posts, a uh, couple luck, unlucky bounces. Um, yeah, it's it's a it, sh- it should be a closer series than it is three nothing. But uh, the Panthers just have this clutch gene, and then that brings me to my my earlier uh, hint that the Panthers are really like the hockey cousins of the Miami Heat. Like if you look at it last year, the Miami Heat were the one seed in the East. The Panthers were the one seed in the whole NHL. And um, this year, they, they they both struggled during the regular season. Panthers were one of the worst teams. I think they probably were the worst team defensively out of all the playoff teams in the regular season. But they're finding their game in the playoffs and, and, and changing the way they're playing. Uh, same as the Heat. They're, they're getting... Uh, all these uh all this production from um random players and then they're just playing hard uh matthew kachuk is basically the jimmy butler in the nhl they're just uh two clutch performers who always elevate their game in the playoffs well more more so this year for kachuk he he, he struggled in the playoffs in the past but uh, he's thrown that uh, ghost in the garbage bin exercised that demon and uh he's, he's he's once again playing up to his level in the playoffs um yeah, there's. I mean, look, look at fucking Florida goal, man. Brooks Kepka, we talked about him earlier. Born in Florida, <laughs> yeah. big Panthers fan. Here he goes, man. He big fucking wins Chad the PGA Championship. And we we talked about the NCAA NCAA tournament with both uh, Miami and, and uh, Florida Atlantic getting to the Final Four. Neither of them won, but still, that's a heavy accomplishment for two massive underdogs. And now here we are with the uh, the Florida Panthers set to go to the finals, three up on the Hurricanes and uh, the Heat up three and nothing on the Celtics. And from a betting perspective, too, like 
the Panthers and the, the the Heat, you know, they're the big underdogs going into the playoffs. Like the, the Panthers needed to win uh, their, their last couple of games and needs to rely on the Penguins blowing it against the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets. And meanwhile, the Heat almost lost their play-in game. So they both just snuck into the playoffs. I mean, the the, the, the and, and and if you look at the uh, the, the betting odds, like we're, we're, we're working on priors here, like the Heat were terrible all season long. That's why they were uh, like plus 550 to uh, win the series, <laughs> which is nuts considering how they're playing in the playoffs. But that's just because we're working with all the the priors of the regular season. And uh, same kind of thing with the Panthers, like the, they continue to be the underdogs in all these series and they continue to prove them wrong. Like they've only lost one game since uh, they lost to um, the, the, the fourth game against the Boston so, yeah, the, the, the Florida Panthers and Miami Heat have some kind of weird synchronicity going on. Uh, there's some kind of divine destiny. I don't know. You can write your own narrative about it. But uh, Florida is absolutely killing it right now, and I'm not I'm not exactly thrilled about it. I got to say here, man, this Panthers team, uh, they've shown everybody here. If you're sitting there telling me that before the playoffs even started that you had Florida to beat Boston alone, I wouldn't believe you. Like, honestly, I, I would think that you're 100% full of shit. Now, Something I do want to bring up too, we've seen a little bit of it from uh from people in the Discord and stuff. It's this narrative that like, oh, because this because Florida did so well in this series, it makes this other loss in previous series looks better. I don't love that. I I know Joel, you brought up the up in the Boston series. We've had a couple other people talk about it with the Leafs too and stuff. I, I don't like that narrative, man. The idea that we lost better than you to me is uh, it's something that I absolutely fucking hate and that you can't can't have the mindset of. Yeah, Boston, you're right. You brought up a good point. Boston won, or they won three games against Florida, something that no other team has done uh, in this playoff so far. But the fact that they blew a three-goal or a three-game lead, it's the same thing. The Leafs got absolutely their fucking asses kicked from a game-winning point of view. It's the exact same thing. And then if you look at Carolina, yeah, Carolina probably deserves to win one of these two games that we've seen them play against Florida. Well, they didn't. So this idea that, like, you know, just because, oh, this team's doing so well in the third series, it means that who they beat in the second and first round isn't as bad. Like, I can't bring myself to buy into that, man. I don't know. I think that's full of shit. If you fucking lose, you fucking lose, and you deserve to lose. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, think about it from the Bruins fan perspective. Like, uh, they can at least look at it like um, this team is going on this historic run. At least the Bruins won uh, three games against them, whereas, uh, I mean, they still won – they only lost uh, one game since they, they started the Leaf series and, and they, they've won seven. 12, 13 or some shit like that or 10 and 11 or something in the past. Yeah, like if, if I were a Bruins fan, I'd be fucking ashamed if, if uh, the Panthers lost the next round. But if they keep going like this, then I would feel a little bit better. You know, you never feel good about going out, but uh, I'm just saying it lessens the embarrassment a little bit. That was my whole point. Yeah, because like they the lost Panthers. to the eight seed after winning the regular season record of, uh, of wins or points. So, um, yeah, I, I think it feels a little bit better if, if the team that you lost to does go on this historic run. My favorite team lost to teams that have won the Stanley Cup like four out of the past six years. And I'll oh, tell you, okay. nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> Why would it be this different here, you know? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. You should feel a little better. I know a lot of Leafs fans felt better about that with, with the Lightning. Oh, yeah, they made the finals. So, uh that, that that's it doesn't make our loss it, look so bad. It does help if, you, if they do that. if they do win it all. If it's like okay, we no one else could beat them either. It, it's it's that kind of thing. But if it's like oh the Panthers make it to the final and lose to Vegas, you're like oh that could have been us. Maybe we would have beat Vegas. I think that like that kind of thinking though isn't. I what's the word? I don't know. I don't want to say a loser mindset, but it's like it, it is. But it, it at the same time, mindset. it's like it, 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 it creeps it, into your head it, though. It, it has bro. to. No, 
Yeah. Perspective of a fan, you have to consider, like, we just lost to a fucking eight seed after this historic season. Like, that's embarrassing. But at least this lessens it a little bit. That's my whole point. Like, uh, I guess they're, they're makes- destroying these other two great teams in the Leafs and the Hurricanes. You're right. I understand that. That's a good point, like, too. They took them to OT in Game 7. Like, uh, And they were the one break kind of- away, away from Game 6 with Brad Marchand there. Like, I get that. It's a simple puck bounce, right? But yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I, I just can't jump too much into it, you know. I mean, the Bruins play like shit. I'm not excusing their their performance. It's just from a fan's perspective, I would feel a little bit better about the, the, the way the Panthers are playing against these other excellent teams. Yeah, and it matters more as time goes on, too. Like, right now, you don't give a fuck how, how the team you, you, you lost to did. But, like, especially years down the road, but, like, next season, looking back on it, it, it might change your perspective. <laughs> especially you. with especially with how uh, Dubas went out there. No, but uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I, not your perspective, but some maybe people. not mine. You're right. Maybe some people think otherwise. Okay, let's keep it moving here. We got another game to talk about uh, from yesterday. We had the Dallas Stars against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game two in the series. Uh, Dallas had a pretty hefty lead there. What was it? Two one, I think, going into the uh, third period, and then uh, Vegas able to tie it up with Jonathan Marshall scoring a late goal, and then Chandler Stevenson ending it pretty early into the overtime. There, Vegas takes a two to nothing lead in the series here. Uh, Jolie, what's your thought? What, what, what do we got here? Do you do you think Dallas has a chance? What's going on? They absolutely have a chance. Uh, we'll get into that when we actually talk about the next game. But uh, as for this one, I thought Ottinger was excellent. I thought the whole team from Dallas was excellent. They were the much better team in this one. Um, Knights just they just keep finding a way to uh, get that greasy goal. Like, uh, it was a terrible turnover by Sutter, and uh, he didn't do a good job. Uh, <laughs> redeeming himself for that turnover, just leaving, leaving uh, I don't remember who it was, but he left his guy wide open, and then uh, uh, who scored the goal? Was it Stevenson? No, it was uh, whoever the fuck scored for Marshall Vegas. So. Uh, Marshall So. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I thought the, the whole game, though, the Stars are the better team. It's just the last few minutes. Uh, they let in that one chance, and that's that's the way it goes. There's uh, some bad luck there. I thought that... Uh, a bunch of players for the Stars played played well, um, but it's just, you know, you, you find your opportunities and you take them. That's what the Knights have been doing all playoffs long, and, and uh, even towards the end of the regular season, they've been um, yeah, very fortunate for a long time now. So it, it's it's tough seeing this go on and on and on. Eventually you expect that to regress, but uh, evidently not, evidently not. And, um, yeah, the better team is losing this series 2 nothing. So it's it's a uh, unfortunate, but uh, it's that's the way cookie crumbles in the NHL playoffs. Sometimes the better team loses. Yeah, I mean the, the important thing to remember is that Dallas, I mean, is coming back home now. They haven't lost a home game yet. That old saying, you know, doesn't matter till the home team loses a game. And you know what? Maybe the home team wins every game in this series, and Vegas wins it in seven. But I think for for game three, it was it was tough. It was Ryan Suter. It was absolutely horrific on that play after the game. He was asked about it. He was like, oh, game you, you, yeah, uh, after, after, after that game, Suter was asked about it. He was like, oh, yeah, I, I, you saw the play. You know what happened. But I was absolutely horrific on, on both parts. But, yeah, um, my main takeaway from that game, I mean, it was just that I, I loved the uh, weekend afternoon afternoon start. 3 p.m., perfect time. You know, crack up with a few cold ones a, few, a little bit early. There we go. And you just sit back, watch some hockey. I mean, I was ready for a few overtimes there, but unfortunately... I was still fucking hungover from the wedding. I didn't even realize the game started. I looked up, oh yeah, fuck yeah, starts winning one nothing, but doesn't mean <laughs> shit, of course. Yeah, I was ready for another overtime, and, and once again, it was a, another, another quick one from the uh, in Vegas there. 
I didn't like the 3 p.m. start, bro. No. I, you know how I feel about early games. Like when there's only one game, at least push that like to like five or something. Five, but, five, five would probably be ideal. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, um, yeah, good for the Knights, dude. Like, I think Jolie touched on it too. Like Dallas dominated for the majority of that game, but Vegas just continues to find a way to get it done. And you know that Jonathan Marshall. So every time I look and there's a big goal that needs to be scored, he's the one putting the biscuit in the basket. So definitely something to be said for that. Um, but yeah, man. And, uh, that that night's tying goal was like right around the same time that Hovland was dealing with his bunker shots. So I was absolutely <laughs> fucking miserable. I was like, oh man, we're going to lose this game for sure in overtime. And sure enough, uh, a few minutes into it, fucking uh, the inevitable happens. I lose another OT game. Hell yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Jolie, but if it means anything, I want a bit of money on the game. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. When, you, when you win, I lose. It seems to go that way. We were saying that before the show, but whenever I go on a fucking heater, Jolie's in a little bit of a cooler, and then vice versa, and then whenever Ryan wins, both of us are losing, so we'll uh, <laughs> fucking figure that. We need we need a fourth neutral party where they win and we can all win. Um, anyways, good for the night. We got the fourth guy, and they lose, and then we all win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We need a sacrificial fucking yeah. or something like that. Uh, hell yeah, bro. Either way, the Nets are up 2-0 in the series. I'm very happy about that. I got a couple of futures on them I put in after the uh, first round here. So let's fucking go. Vegas, uh, <laughs> Aiden Hill. I don't know, man. Like, he's... <sighs> He's making the saves that he's exp- he's giving. Okay, what is he's not losing the game for his team. You know, he's keeping them in it. There's something to be said for having a two-one game. You know, going into the third period with a couple of minutes left, you're putting your team in a position to win. And with a goaltender that maybe isn't an elite or maybe a full-on isn't a starter category, that's all you can ask of this guy. He's not losing games for his team, and he's giving the team the opportunity to win. So definitely something to be said for that. Give the guy some fucking credit, and uh, you know we're we're shooting the gun a little bit here, but it'll be interesting to see where he ends up next year and if he can kind of build a career out of it obviously vegas has 17 fucking goalies it seems like anyways uh but yeah give some credit i'm a goalie guy i'm a, I'm a sucker for goalies i know not everybody on the show is but uh you know me i gotta pump the tires so good on aiden hill and julie touching it jake odinger uh any given night he's capable of winning a game stealing a game maybe even stealing a whole series so uh, this is far from over if you're a dallas stars fan and you're listening i don't think we've had anybody reach out to us to say they're a stars fan but if you are you're not out of the woods yet here man you're still okay too bad OT goals for Ottinger. First one is worse than the second, but the second was still a bad rebound. And yeah, I mean, Aiden Hill could be a guy. He was in Arizona and San Jose before. It's not exactly two two great teams to play for. So maybe maybe Vegas found something. Who knows? I got they got he's there's no way he's in top three on the death charts. That Logan I mean, Thompson played. Yeah, they still Thompson. Leonard, he missed the entire season. They got Jonathan Quick. I know you guys aren't too big on him. He sucks. Uh, He's retired. Uh, Aiden Hill. They got fucking like 20 guys. Aiden Hill is probably starting next year. I don't know. I think like, Leonard will be back next year. Leonard? He's like old, isn't he? He's not that old. He keeps getting uh, injured. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what is off-season talk? We'll figure that out. Later. All right. Uh, yeah, let's uh, shout out Edge Boost right now. Have you signed up for Edge Boost yet? If not, you're missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, no interest. Simply deposit funds into your account, and Edge Boost will match the deposit. You can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances, up to $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. Uh, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. 
Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I got a problem. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> Keep losing all these fucking, you can't, you can't fucking pick a games, man. All my great <laughs> bets are going to shit, but whatever. Go Nuggets. <laughs> all right, we're going to move into the playoff games here. Uh, what do we got? We got Tuesday, May 23rd for the next game. We got the Vegas Golden Knights and Dallas Stars. Gentlemen, we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Like we said, first game is at 8 p.m. here on the Tuesday. Uh, Vegas against Dallas. Game itself is in Dallas. Vegas on the money line. Sitting at plus 120. Dallas on the money line at minus 140. Over is at 5.5. Over sitting at minus 115. The under minus 105. Joel, I'm tossing it to you in this game. I'm going right back to you with the Knights and Stars. What do you got for me, buddy? Yeah, this is the definition of a must-win game. Come back to home for the Stars. Uh, so they're a little bit of a better situation than the hurricanes when they were down uh two nothing going to florida and uh, i do expect the stars to um put on a, another good good performance i think they deserve to win game two but uh as long as they don't get too down on themselves start uh, doubting what they're doing but uh, i like i still like peter DeBoer as a coach and um it, it's a fact that the stars do get better as the series goes along i mean we we saw them lose uh game one to the wild Game one to the Kraken and the game one to the Knights and they, and they should have won game two. So I still like them to make this uh, a series, a six, seven game series. And that starts with game three, baby. Stars will win this game. Minus 140 is a little bit inflated because of the must win factor, whatever. But still, I, I do think that that is somewhat warranted given the fact that the, the Stars have been the better team over the course of the series so far. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I like what I saw from Ottinger, despite the uh, weakish goal in overtime. He was, he was pretty solid the rest of the game, and then the rest of the team was much better in front of him, too. Um, and I like how Robertson has been playing. He's getting the more the more confidence now. He's, he's scored two straight games. So, uh, yeah, that that's important for them. Pavelski's got to get going, though. He's looked pretty, uh, pretty old in the first two games of the series. And then towards the back half of the Kraken series as well. It's kind of slowing down a little bit. Maybe maybe he's still feeling something from that injury. Or probably just being fucking maybe old. He, I don't know. He's getting knocked out again and miss a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, him, give the guy some fucking rest. Anyway, uh, yeah. Give me, give me the stars. You might have 40. I think that's a little expensive. But I uh, do expect them to win this game. So, that's the way I'm looking. No, no feel for the total. I mean, the way that these uh, games have gone so far, uh, I would lean to the under, I guess, with, with how both goalies have been playing as well. Uh, Stars probably unable to get going, um, despite the Knights committing a, f- a few extra penalties than, than they, they did against the Oilers. I guess they haven't learned their lesson yet. they got to get punished for, for these penalties. But uh, they were a disciplined team in the regular season, so yeah, I guess I lean to the under, but uh, uh, nothing there, but Give me the stars to win the game. Yeah, I, I don't have too much to add there. I, I agree. I'm on the stars here. I think minus 140, like like Joel said, is is a little bit steep, but they have that can't uh, can't lose must win factor baked in there. They have been the better team, I think. Just two unfortunate overtime losses. So I like Dallas here, minus 140. Um, I would also look at look at the under under five and a half, minus 105. I think should be another tight game. Um, I played today a plus one and a half under five and a half parlay for, for the hurricanes. I was sweating out that early goalie pull, but th- that cashed for me. So maybe 
look for something like that. Maybe do a, do a stars and under parlay if you want to get some plus odds. But yeah, I think the stars here coming coming back home. They they have to get this done. Uh, minus one forty. You know what we need? We need we need uh, another one of those big titted girls uh, behind the, the, the stars yeah. bench. Yeah, the bonkers. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen one from the stars. I think maybe they bring them out for this game. Um, uh, that, yeah. That'll boost the chances for sure. If you're if you're a lovely woman in the Dallas proximity and you're a Stars fan and you got absolute cannons, you better buy some fucking tickets to go behind the bench because this goddamn team needs it. Uh, I'm with you guys here, man. I'm kind of going with the Stars in this game for Game Three. I think they're too good of a team to go down 0 and 3. Uh, obviously, anything can happen. It's a game of hockey here, but like I said, there's too much talent. Uh, Julie touched on it. Jason Robertson starting to get his gear back together. I think he's got goals and back-to-back games here. Kid's an absolute fucking stud. Uh, so yeah, give, give me the stars here, man. I, I want to see this series come close, dude. There's no way we have both series go three and zero. That's absolutely insane. Um, uh, it, just look at the NBA, man. We're just like a copycat uh, league at this point. I got no idea what's happening in basketball, dude. I'm sorry, but well, yeah, four and zero and three and zero there. Is that the same? Uh, Holy shit! It could be if that's the case, but it could be over like tomorrow, and then game one in the finals is scheduled for like next Thursday. No, it's January 8th, or not January, June 8th. I thought it's June, June 1st. Uh, NBA is, is June 8th for NHL. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, hopefully, I heard that today, so, yeah. hopefully the Stars so, win. It's going to be like a, a long rest for us, boys. <laughs> like a super Super Bowl week off. Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, a is I mean, the IIHF still going on? Maybe we'll need some, uh, some yeah, action on that. Ramp up, ramp, bring out some of that off-season content, talent. <laughs> <laughs> See what we can do, yo. Uh, either way, in this game, I'm going with stars here on the money line, minus 140. I hate going against my team. I don't want to say my team because I don't have a lot of teams. But Yeah, you fucking traitor, man. Fucking you traitor, got, you going with the Knights you, now. You, you picked them up like like kind of, I don't even know if it was mid-season or, or just late-season early playoffs. I got I had I liked him before playoffs. I'll tell you that for fucking free. But uh, uh, I'm a big Jack Eichel guy, bro. I like Jack yeah, Eichel. You are. So yeah. He's been uh, elevating his game. He's he's reached another level. He's been sick, dude. So I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of him. So yeah. Uh, but I hate to go against them. But I'm going with the Knights or the uh, Stars in this game. I don't, there's no way that or Vegas goes up three nothing here. Uh, and as far as over under goes, I'm going against my boy Ryan. I'm going with the over this of five and a half here. Uh, we've seen a couple. It's, I've said this every fucking time, but we're predicting these games they keep giving me five and a half in it and i keep saying we see squeakers we see squeakers well sure enough as shit we see a couple squeaky goals in this so i'm gonna go with the over five and a half and minus 115 and then of course give me dallas minus 140 i do like the game to go to ot at a uh, plus 320 i think that's some decent value there given how close these two teams play yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, we're going to move down to Wednesday, May 24th for the uh, next game here. We got the Eastern uh, Conference Finals. The Carolina Hurricanes against Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida at 8 p.m. Florida leads the series 3-0 after a big win tonight. Uh, Carolina on the money line at plus 100. Florida on the money line at minus 120. Over-unders at 5.5 as well. Uh, Overpaying off plus 105. The under minus 125. Mr. Gilbert, <laughs> is Carolina going to get swept here or what? I don't I don't think so, but I have no idea what to make of this series anymore. I thought tonight was a must-win game for the Hurricanes. It was. They lost. This is obviously a must-win game. It's winner go home. Um, and they're plus 100. They're underdogs. So if they stay there, I'm probably going to have to take them as underdogs. I think they were underdogs to start tonight on, on Monday night and move to minus 105, minus 110. But yeah, I think they're, they're the better team. They've, they got better scoring chances. They've got the better of the play they just have not had to finish 
Bobrovsky has to give up some t- sort of goal eventually. Hopefully it's against the Canes and not against uh, the, the Knights or Stars in the Stanley Cup final. But my better play would just be the under five and a half minus 125 here. Maybe look at a Hurricanes plus one and a half under five and a half parlay. That was plus 150 uh, for game three. Maybe look at a first period under that hit again tonight. Only one goal total in the game. I, I found that plus 100. But that appears to be off the board now. So should still be around minus 120, if not if lower than that. So, yeah, Canes under first period under. Hopefully the, the fourth time is the charm here for the Canes. We saw the exact same situation in the last series, of course, with the Leafs going down 3 nothing to the Panthers, and then the Leafs won that game, and we saw the line move against the Leafs. So uh, I would expect the same kind of thing to happen here, so I would wait on the Hurricanes uh, to get better odds there. But that's where I would look. I would look for the Hurricanes to um, have a last resort, an Alamo, and come back against the Panthers here and, and win one game, You know, maybe make it a gentleman's sweep. I don't know, but I do think that this team – does have a strong culture of their own. They're well coached. They're not going to go out, go down without a fight. So uh, give me the Hurricanes, but I would wait on a better number than plus 100. Uh, also, though, I kind of like a sneaky over in this one. Uh, I know Bobrovsky is playing out of his mind. The, the Hurricanes goalies, plural, are playing uh, decent as well. And, uh, of course, they, they got the excellent defense. But th- for this one, I think they're going to change things up. This is desperation mode. They got to they got to find some new ways to attack. They're going to activate the D. They're going to do something. They're going to be more aggressive. So I think we're going to see more goals here. Plus, if it is Florida winning, uh, the, the Hurricanes are going to be pulling the goalie uh, pretty early. We saw that today. Uh, uh, they pulled the goalie over three minutes left, and they were only down a goal. So if it's like a 3-2 game or whatever, they're going to pull them really early. Even if it's like a 3-1 game, they're going to pull them really early, and they're going to keep them pulled. That's a good even point. after even if the Panthers score to make it four to one. So, yeah, I, I like the over a little bit and I like the Hurricanes a little bit. But um, yeah, that that my 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 little bits are uh, very little bits because uh, they don't mean shit. They uh, they're not big bits because I don't have the confidence to lay with conviction. But uh, yeah, if you like my opinion. <laughs> take it for what it is uh hurricanes and the over but uh i would i would wait on maybe both i could see the under getting steamed a little bit but definitely the hurricanes i, I think that that number goes up a little bit given what we uh we've seen historically so what i took from that is that you know you you got little bits that you wish for big bits but you don't lay without conviction but you want them to activate the d yeah, man, basically I need uh, some fucking Cialis or some shit. <laughs> uh, okay, for myself here, man, I think Florida gets it done. Uh, this team's got to do something fucking sick. And it's what I talked about at the beginning of this year, beginning of this uh, series, rather. They capitalize on mistakes, man. And Carolina isn't a team known to make many mistakes, but when they do, Florida will be there to put the fucking biscuit in the basket. Obviously, they got it done in the power play today. You don't really see their power play getting too many, men, but if you're going to give them that, they're going to fucking make the best of it. Um, and I think Carolina's going to be on their heels a bit here, man. They're going to be overpressuring. They're going to be, you know, pinching at every chance they can because, like Julie said, they have to win this fucking game. Offense kind of has to be a bit of a mindset here, and I think eventually one or two of those is going to go against them. Florida's going to capitalize it and put the fucking biscuit in the basket. But the way Bobrovsky's been playing here, I know it's easy to say, hey, he's got to fucking break down sometime. He's got to break down soon. Well, as a Leafs fan, we were saying the same goddamn thing last series, and it just didn't happen. So he hasn't given me any reason to go against the guy. I'm going with the I'm going with the Panthers for the sweep, man. It'd be absolutely insane if they get it done. But minus 120, I will be hammering that. Uh, then as far as over under goes here, 
I, I'm leaning towards the under, but I definitely think there's some merit in what Joel said there about the whole empty nets being pulled. We saw it caught me off guard when I saw Carolina pull the goalie with three minutes left today in a one goal game. I was thinking to myself, like, what the hell is going on here, man? There's only there's three minutes left. You're only down by one, but there, maybe there's something to that. So if they're down by two or even three, hell, you might see fucking Freddie out of the net with did, seven minutes left. Did, did Carolina even get a shot on goal during the final three minutes? I don't know if they did. They need that long to try to generate one shot on goal so they can cycle the puck around 25 times. Give credit to Florida for keeping him to the outside. Oh, no, absolutely. But that's just Carolina's strategy, and and there's there's nothing they can do about it. If that's your strategy and you're waiting for the perfect play at that point in the game, then you're not going to win. Simple as that, man. You got to get pucks on that. I know it's such a cliche bullshit thing to say, but you just got to hope for a bounce at that point. If you're looking for the perfect seam-to-seam cross-ice pass, like you're playing fucking NHL 23, it's just simply not going to happen, bro. You got to make scoring opportunities happen. So... Um, but yeah, I think there's some that. With that being said, I think I might still lean towards the under at five and a half here. One more parallel between the Heat and the Panthers is that the, the, this team is excellently coached. We know people have been shitting on Paul Maurice all season long, um, but uh, he's a he's a he's a playoff coach. Like he gets his guys up for the playoffs and he gets them playing the right way. Like I was saying earlier, how they were terrible defensively in the regular season, but now they're like a fucking juggernaut defensively and and they're playing the right way. Plus, they're doing it without committing penalties. Like. They're not committing the penalties that you would think they would be committing, given how physically they play. Like they're beating up the Hurricanes, who are a smaller team, and the Hurricanes also are kind of spent. Like that four overtimes, that really took it out of them because the Hurricanes play like this fast, aggressive pace, uh, and, and that takes a lot of energy out of them. So that that four overtimes was uh, kind of a death knell for them because uh, they, they 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 look like they lack the energy they require to um win these games we've, we've seen it for years now with this hurricanes team like they go all, all out during the regular season they go all out during the early playoffs but then by the time we get in, uh, deeper in the playoffs and they kind of run out of speed and uh, we, we were seeing that here against the panthers now especially after that 4 ot game where they just like look totally winded in the last two overtimes so yeah, shout out to the Panthers for being able to play physically, but toe the line and not commit dumb penalties. Although there was a dumb fucking penalty that wasn't called at the end there on Goss's bear. Yes, uh, yeah, that wise. high stick. Yes, uh, they, they definitely dodged a <laughs> bolt there. But as I a general rule, that. yeah, yeah, the the Panthers have been able to dodge dodge those bullets. Fortunately, what? it's like if this was the NBA though, that would absolutely be called because they want every game, every series to go as long as possible. Well, and but, the, uh, right the NHL doesn't give a shit. Why did they blow the whistle though? Like that's what I don't, if you're gonna blow the whistle, uh, it's got to be for the call, no? Because he was yeah, hurt. That, whatever. That's what it should well, be. hurt because he got high sticked in the fucking face. I know. Like, what but I don't want to get reviewed, so I don't want reviews. <laughs> so that's opening another Pandora's box. Yeah. But the point is, they just missed a fucking call, and um, yeah, the Hurricanes are suffering for it. I mean, the, it's rarely it's rare you see that. Like in a, in a game three, mm-hmm. one team's leading two nothing, and then the 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 team up two nothing is is getting all the penalties or all the power plays rather. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's not the NBA. Did the Canes sure. get Did the Canes get one power play after that five on three? They didn't, right? Nope. Uh, that's I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember one power play. Complete bullshit. I, I thought that five on three kill could be like a turning point in the game. You know, Canes get the momentum back, but no, they got nothing. And to your point of that, you know, that that overtime game killing them. What the Canes should have done is, you know, subbed in a whole new fourth line for game two. I know they they subbed out. They subbed in McEachern for like step on or something. But they had pre, they had pre RV. They they have guys that can plug in there in the fourth line and roll them. Give some of their guys a night off, you know, 
you want to put your best roster out every night, but you know that's going to take the toll on toll on guys. I don't know. That, I don't know. If that's just hindsight. Yeah, but those days, guys can't but. score. Well, not neither can if, the Kings. If Aho can't score, roster. fucking. Uh, well, I'm not saying for tonight. I'm saying for like for 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 game two, resting more of your like bottom six guys. It's one more playoff. thing uh, before we move on. No, not like Sasha as like, a low management, but like if they're in like a fourth line like grinder role, like why not just get some fresh legs there? Sasha ah. Barkov was left injured. Mm-hmm. He didn't return, I'm pretty sure. So that's a big blow for the Panthers. But they got a pretty good cushion, so I think that they can uh, win without him in the short term. And um, it sounded like he wasn't too bad. He was questionable to return, so that, that might say that he's not done for the long term. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's meaningful for this game. So if Sash Barkov can't go, that makes me like the Hurricanes even more, obviously. So maybe the line doesn't go down for for the the Hurricanes um, or up rather, if Barkov is is confirmed out. So that's just another thing to monitor. Overtime also a solid play. I think plus three thirty five. I just saw <laughs> that every overtime in every game. Well, yeah, just sprinkle it. Why not? One one two two three three <laughs> zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks on them all that's fucking go uh all that right sounds like uh talon's golf strategy oh well, fuck. <laughs> that's your at least Joel, I'm you're a- so hypocritical that, that's your strategy too. you played like five or six different guys you listed towards the end just because I, I, I have win just, just I'm not Joel, Joel, i need Joel, a one Joel, guys that are gonna make the cut. Yeah. yeah but i didn't say that those guys were too short oh my god <laughs> Is at plus 800. Keep going. Keep going. Right, Let's right. go. Gotta... 800 is still value. Should they be more? Probably. Yeah. I think. Shade. Shout out Shady Ray. It's Rays. fine. I'm fucking tilted. Bring it on. It's teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over. So make sure to take your receipt to sportsgovernpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Hell yeah. And, you know, me and Shady Ray's got something in common here, you know. It's like uh, they got their glasses, buy one, get one free. Well, for me, you know, you buy one fist, you get one free, and uh, we do ship to British Columbia, just so you know. So, uh. <laughs> 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 um, All right, let's get to the HGP. <laughs> I fucking love you, buddy. Uh, HGP PBC here. What are, we, what are we doing? Where are we standing off here? Holy fuck, I pressed something I shouldn't have. Uh, Current standing. Uh, yours truly of six or no, I shouldn't say up, but with a bankroll of 635 puck bucks, 96 puck cents, record 23 and 23. Uh, Joel is up here with me. He's at 565 puck bucks and 39 puck cents, record of what does it say? 16 and 30. He's got a lot of futures on the bet though. And same with Ryan. Ryan's got a lot of futures in as well. So these numbers are a bit skewed. Uh, he's at 328 puck bucks and 48 four puck cents with 20 wins and uh 30 a record of 20 and 30 but like i said a lot of futures to kind of play out themselves here as well so we won't get a grand total until we're a bit closer to the end here 
Uh, with that being said, boys, I'll lead us off here. Uh, for my first one, I'm going with Vegas Dallas over five and a half minus one fifteen in game three thirty puck bucks. Uh, I'm also going with Dallas on the money line in that game minus one forty for thirty puck bucks as well. I'm taking Florida money line minus one twenty game four thirty puck bucks to get the sweep in play. And then uh, I will also take a little bit of sprinkle on uh, Mark Stone for Con Smythe plus six hundred thirty puck bucks. I got a couple other guys here, but I figured might as well add a. Uh, add a little bit to the card here. Yeah, Talon, you mentioned I have some futures. Unfortunately, most of those futures, if not all of them, are on the, are on the uh, Canes there, so they're going to be come crashing down. But for the slate, I'm going with the Stars in Game 3, minus 140 for 40 puck bucks. I think uh, they, they must win spot here. Uh, Tyler Sagan to score a goal, plus 230 for 15 puck bucks. He's been all over the ice. He, he hit a post or two there as well. Uh, give me the stars to win the cup too. Uh, plus seven fifty, uh, twenty-five puck bucks. Need I need some futures if if the Canes kill me here and uh, Dallas seems to be the most realistic long shot. They're the only long shot option. Hopefully, can get a home win in Game Three. Uh, in that in that same breath, uh, Jason Robertson, Con Smythe, seventy to one for five puck bucks. That seems uh very high. FanDuel. Uh, that is that FanDuel. Clarify when you find an off-market price. Well. Mm. Yeah, I guess most most of our odds are, are on DraftKings, and then uh, our off market price is FanDuel here. I think on DraftKings he's forty to one, maybe a little bit higher. Yeah, he 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 was quote unquote invisible in the first few rounds, but he has fifteen points in fifteen games. Maybe if he gets the scoring going going to uh, catch hints, he'll uh, be able to you know get that narrative of the the more important games, get all the voting what people care about, and then Kane's. Panthers game four, first period under one and a half, minus 115 for 40 puck bucks. Fuck you, Joel. Oh, boy. Well, if, if, if he's taking the, the off market price, I'm going to do the same thing. We're going with Robertson Consmith. We've as been well. doing that. No, I've only been using the fucking widely available lines with DraftKings and, and uh, FanDuel but... is widely available. I'm not going to my bookie down the street. Okay, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We didn't really establish rules for this, but oh, okay. No, I like the good. seventy to one. I like seventy to one for Robertson. He's had two goals, like uh, goal in two mean, straight games. I mean, you, 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 you called it before the series, so I mean, I'm, I'm just piggybacking off of you. Uh, yeah, uh, that's just a great line. Like uh, Fanduel has, has given out some great odds for these consmite things. I uh, wish I had that book, but uh, BC is not a legal province. Unless uh, you're working with the the government book, which is uh, it also gives us some dumb lines too. But I'm not using those for these bets. Anyway, Robertson Consmy seventy to one five puck bucks there, just like Ryan. Stars cop just like Ryan plus seven fifty fifteen puck bucks there. Don't have to don't need to add any anything to that. What the fuck are you writing? And uh, Max Domi over one and a half shots on goal minus one thirty seventeen and a half puck bucks. He's not been playing excellent this series, but I think that he's uh, he's, he's getting in the mix, and I think he can get two shots pretty clearly. He, he was excellent in the Kraken series for sure, and I, I think that he'll be much better at home. So I've been killing these fucking props. If, if nothing else, I should be betting a lot more on these props than uh, my fucking dumbass futures. But uh, definitely Max Domi, over one and a half shots on goal. <laughs> you can say you've been blowing your load all over those shot props. <laughs> I got lots of load, so uh, I got some to spare. <laughs> all right, that wraps it up here, boys. Let's fucking get through this here. Uh, here we go together. Is there anything else you want to add, or are we good? We're good. 
Okay, we're good. There we go, Jacob, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, NHL playoffs have been absolutely sick. NBA playoffs have been awesome as well. Uh, apparently, the baseball league, the, uh, the baseball league, the MLB is doing its thing. You know, we're cruising along here. Uh, we got Monaco coming up in F1. I'm sure there's MMA stuff going on. NASCAR is absolutely sick. We got spring football. Uh, if there's any other sport that I'm forgetting, I greatly apologize. Uh, WNBA saw some news going on, on WNBA, so that's pretty cool too. I think that's doing its thing as well. Uh, you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Be sure to go check it out. Read the articles. A lot of love going into those articles. Man, so be sure to check it out and listen to the other shows. So much great content coming out here on the network. Like always, uh, be sure to check out Ryan's other show, uh, Baseball Money is Fake, with him and Blake. Those guys are absolutely killing it all the time. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord popping off, baby. Support system through the roof. Always an absolute blast. Uh, if you're looking to get into Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. You can also check out the HGP uh, Twitter account, or you can uh, get that invisible ink, the stuff that you have to piss on in order to be able to see, uh, and then you can uh, FedEx it or some shit to Mr. Joel Meyer. He'll be sure to urinate all over it, and that way you can see it, because he's still just pissing out all that food with <laughs> you drank in the wedding on the weekend. And then uh, he'll, he'll write a letter back to you, and you can piss all over it as well, and that'll tell you how to get into the Discord. Uh, <laughs> all right, check it in the Discord. <laughs> Discord. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. If you're looking to help out with the Twitter in any way, uh, you can DM us on there, or DM myself or Talon or find us in the Discord. Or, or, a, you be, uh, or, or, or do some invisible ink. <laughs> or whatever. Um, leave us a five star rating review so I have something to read here uh, other than this. And. Um, uh, scheduling note, Joel and I should be recording on Tuesday night. So if you're waiting to hear what he says about the uh, Wednesday game, you, you can probably hear it then. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Todd Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter. It's Alan underscore Jenkins 94. Also uh, find me siphoning urine from Toronto public bathrooms <laughs> for un, un, unrelated reasons. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You'll probably find me at a funeral, which is my own. The funeral of my bankroll. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a funeral of your nostrils after all this piss comes your way. No, <laughs> no my nostrils are, are uh, used for something else. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 all right. Peace.